Let's get into this. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. One of the things the Lord is prophetically referring to here is the coming move of his spirit and revival we're going to see in Sydney, New South Wales and Australia. John chapter 12, verse 32, Jesus said, And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all peoples to myself. Now, that is the heart, soul and absolute key of this next coming move of God and revival to lift up Jesus. Why? Because when Jesus is lifted up, all people will be drawn to him. And that's the heart and soul of Unite Australia, to lift Jesus up so that all people may be drawn to him. So we may see the harvest of souls, the Lord's promised here in Sydney, New South Wales and Australia. John chapter 17, verse 21, Jesus said, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. So here, before Jesus goes to his passion, crucifixion, death, burial, and resurrection, he prays this prayer. And when he prays this prayer, he was referring to two specific groups of people. The first group of people he was referring to were the uh, disciples and also the early church that will come from them. And the second group of people he was referring to is the contemporary New Testament church today. So that includes you and I and all the body of Christ. Now, what did he pray? He prayed that we would all be one as he and the Father are one. Now, as born-again believers, we are already one or in one with and intimately connected to the Father in Christ by his Holy Spirit who lives within each and every one of us. However, Jesus there is also praying for unity in the church. This is how important this is to God, it, how important it is to Jesus. Jesus prayed this prayer before he went to his death, burial, and resurrection, that we would all be one as he and the Father are one or united as he and the Father are united. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. We all need a vision or revelation or intimate knowledge of God. Without that, we perish. We also need a personal vision from the Lord for what he's called us to do. If we don't have that, we'll perish. And we all need a corporate vision from God for what he's called us to do as a corporate body, as the body of Christ or the church. Otherwise, if we don't have that, we'll perish. We'll become directionless. We'll become hopeless. We'll give up. We need a vision from the Lord. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2 to 3. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets. If we were to put that in our modern day vernacular, that would read, make it plain on paper or on a computer or on your laptop or on your iPad or communicate it, which is what I'm doing now. Why? That he may run who reads it. So whoever hears it or reads it can catch the vision and run with it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come, it will not tarry. In other words, even if it seems like it's taking some time or even a long time, the Lord is saying don't be discouraged because it will surely come. It will not tarry. In other words, it won't take as long as it should. So if a dream, a vision, a prophetic word, anything you've received is truly from the Lord, even if it looks like it's taking some time or even a long time for it to come to pass, don't give up on it 
Don't walk away from it. Wait for it to come to pass. Wait on the Lord to bring it to pass because the Lord promises to do so. He said, it will not tarry. It will surely come. And the Lord's applying this to Unite Australia. This is not all going to happen in a day or two. It's going to be a journey. We've got work to do. God's got a great work he's doing in the hearts and lives of all people, saved and unsaved to bring this revival. So we have to stick with it and the Lord is looking for people who are going to commit to it and who are going to stick with it, not give up at the slightest sign of some trouble or persecution. Correct, pastors? That's who the Lord is looking for. The Bible says the eyes of the Lord run to and fro, searching for those he can show himself strong. You know, the Lord is looking for people he can choose to use in this coming move of God and revival. He's looking for people he can trust, he can rely and depend on. He's looking for people who won't run away at the slightest sign of some trouble or persecution or difficulty. He's looking for people whose absolute heart and desire and passion is to know the Lord, to walk with the Lord, to serve Him, to serve His people and to have whatever His perfect will is for you individually and us corporately as the body of Christ come to pass through you. He's looking for those people, and I'm sad to say there aren't many. I said there aren't many. And the question is, are you one of them? You can answer that. Amen. I'm waiting for someone to say something. All I can hear are crickets in the background. And I thought, I better say something. You can answer me if you want. <laughs> Amen. Amos chapter 3, verse 3, can two walk together unless they are agreed? The answer to that is a capital N and a capital O, no. You can't walk with God unless you're in agreement with him or walking in obedience to him and his word. Amen. You can't be in agreement with each other unless you're walking with each other in the love of God and in humility and unity. 